Welcome, World Ablaze listeners. I'm recording this on a Tuesday afternoon, which means you should be hearing this probably on a Wednesday or even a Friday or whenever you can hear my podcast in general. But here's the deal. Trump did it. Trump won Iowa. And are we really surprised? But you know what I am surprised about? What, what, what is appalling is the reaction by the leftist media. It's, it's overwhelming. In fact, I'm going to call out Joy Reid specifically. Let's just di- get into this. I, I, I need you to hear this. And I don't want this to get lost because all of this is going to get swept under the rug as soon as they realize what's been said and what the messaging has been. But here you go. Listen to this. Knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa, and this is a hyper-evangelical white state. And he said the following to me, Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following, because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following. They see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country, and Trump has promised to give it back to them. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out or Mm -hmm. none of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a is a fraudulent American, is a less a less real American, then you don't care about electability. You care about what God has given you. So there you have it. According to Joy Reid, if you're a Republican, you believe that you must be a white conservative Christian and that anybody who isn't a white conservative Christian is a lesser person and not a real American. And therefore, that's the reason Donald Trump won the Iowa caucus. Because... Bavik Ramaswamy is obviously not a white person, and Nikki Haley is of Native American descent. So there's absolutely no way that the Republicans who's, who, who went to go vote would ever, ever back either Nikki Haley or Vivek Ramaswamy. It had to be a white person. And it had to be a white person because Republicans are white, racist Christians. That is crazy that she said that. She's calling Republicans, she's calling you a racist. And the only reason Trump is even being considered is because Republicans are racist. And therefore, Trump's racist. And anybody who supports Trump is a racist. I can't believe what I heard. I can't believe that this person is still... On the news, on a public channel, like seriously, how how ridiculous is this? So, and and let, let me circle back to Nikki Haley because I brought her up a few times and Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. I, I never did get his name correctly, so apologies. But 
Joy Reid also goes on to say this in regard to Nikki Haley. It's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't go, care how much the donor class likes her, which will ramp up a lot, the better yeah. she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis' only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal to white people. While we have... Holy shit. So <laughs> did she just say that? Nikki Haley never had a chance because she is a brown girl and she is not white and because the Republican party will never back her because the Republican party is racist and the racist leader, Donald Trump is the front runner. What in the fuck are we talking about? Like, is she saying, did she really say that, that the only reason DeSantis may even still have a chance is because he appeals to white Americans. That is the only reason DeSantis still has a chance. Look, this, this is unacceptable, especially in 2024. Uh, we're, we're at a point that we shouldn't be talking about racism as we are. It shouldn't be used as a tool, and that's exactly what the leftist media is doing. They're using racism as a tool to further divide the Republican Party because they do not want Trump to win because they're scared of Trump because they know that in the general election, when it comes down to Biden and Trump, that Trump is going to win. They know this for a fact, and they can't deny it, which is why they're slinging the racism back and forth. They want you to be divided as a people. They want the Republican Party especially to be divided. I think that Mrs. Joy Reid, or Miss Joy Reid, or however she wants to be addressed, or it, or they, whatever it is, not, not, didn't say that in a derogatory way, I just don't know, but this person needs to be removed. There's no way that what she said is acceptable whatsoever. Accusing Iowa, because they voted for Trump in general, are a bunch of white, racist Christians, and that is the only reason Trump won. There are other accusations of Trump winning because only 15% of registered Republicans in Iowa came out to vote. And a lot of people in the media blame the cold weather for the reason why Trump even was voted in. As in, it, it was planned this way. Trump knew it was going to be cold. And in essence, was kind of putting together some sort of election interference with the cold weather so that he would be able to gain the majority of the vote. Like, what kind of cockamamie bullshit is that? I haven't used that word in years, cockamamie. But what kind of bullshit is that? Like, how is that even a theory? Trump does not control the weather. Now, let me just say this. I'm not mad because I back Trump. I'm not upset because I'm necessarily backing the Republican Party. I have said on this show many times that the election between Trump and Biden is always an election of the lesser evil. Biden is a fucking idiot. And Trump definitely has his faults, but Trump is no idiot. Although not perfect. 
and definitely may not be the president we need, but he is definitely a better president than what we have been dealing with for the past going on four years now in Joe Biden. So that being said, many in the leftist media have also gone to say, well, you know, Trump has never accomplished anything and he's done nothing but fail and done nothing more than shown to be a criminal and been indicted and hasn't done anything as administrator. His administration hasn't done anything in all the years that he was in office. Well, let me call them on their bullshit. First off, the indictments don't necessarily mean anything because he hasn't been convicted of anything. Indictments is just, they're just saying you're going to court um, and we're going to discuss this alleged charge or whatever. You can charge someone all you want, but it doesn't prove that they did anything wrong. And to date, nothing has been proven. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So let, let, let's, let's, go over, let's go over Trump's alleged failures. Uh, and you can look this up. This, this is on archives.gov. Okay. Let me make sure I got that website right. National Archives. Yeah, nationalarchives.gov or archives.gov, I believe. So this is as of 2021, which is basically the end of uh, Trump's presidential reign, so to speak. Let's go over the things that he failed at. All right, I'm going to go in order here. That's kind of a long list, so be prepared to hear all the failures here. I mean, I told you Trump isn't perfect. Okay, first failure. Unprecedented economic boom. Oh, hold on. I, th I thought he was a failure. Wait, unprecedented economic boom. Economic boom. Whoa. Okay. So I didn't read that wrong. Uh, it says America gained 7 million new jobs, more than three times government experts' projections. Middle-class family income increased nearly $6,000, more than five times the gains during the entire previous administration before him. The unemployment rate at that time only reached 3.5%, which was the lowest in a half century. He achieved 40 months in a row with more job openings than job hirings. I can keep going. Let's go to the next failure. Delivered a future of greater promise and opportunity for citizens of all backgrounds. Whoa. All right. Well, I guess I must have read that wrong. It says opportunity for citizens of all backgrounds. That doesn't sound like a failure either. Hold on. So that, that means he wasn't racist? He must have been. Hold on. Unemployment rates for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, Native Americans, veterans individuals with disabilities and those with a high school diploma all reached record well, well record lows huh unemployment rates reached record lows for people of color and of other backgrounds ethnic backgrounds oh okay hold on oh, oh wait unemployment for women hit its lowest rate in nearly 70 years and, and this was as of 2021 under trump's administration wow huh Lifted nearly 7 million people off of food stamps. Hmm, interesting. So, so, so he made it so people didn't have to rely on... Okay. All right, well, hold on. There's got to be more failures. There has to be a failure. Uh, brought jobs, factories, and in, in, uh, industries back to the U.S. Well, like, okay, well, I guess that's not a failure either. Hold on. Created more than 1.2 million manufacturing and construction jobs put in place policies to bring back supply chains from overseas, and small business optimism broke a 35-year-old record in 2018. Holy shit, really? Well, I guess, oh, I'm still looking for the failures. Hold on. 
Um, here's a failure. Stock market. Oh, wait. Hit record stock market numbers and record 401ks. Okay, well, maybe not there. Let me keep going here. Uh, he. Oh, oh, here's a fail. No, he didn't fail. Rural America. It says rebuilding and investing in rural America. What, what, what happened there? Sign an executive order on modernizing the regulatory framework for agriculture, biotechnology products, which is bringing innovative new technologies to market in American farming and agriculture. All right, so he invested in rural America. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't destroy American farming. Okay, got it. Strengthen America's rural economy by investing over $1.3 billion through the Agricultural Department's Reconnect program to bring high-speed broadband infrastructure to rural America. Hmm. So expanding the reach of technology via the internet to rural America so that they can stay connected and communicate and find information. To, okay, got it. So oh, well, I guess that's not a failure either. Um, oh, geez. Okay. Achieved a record-setting economic comeback by rejecting blanket lockdown. God damn it. All right. Well, there's, there's, I thought that was a failure, but no. Uh, during the third quarter of 2020, the economy grew a rate of 33.1%, the most rapid GDP growth ever recorded. Oh, my God. All right. Well, there's no failure there either. Hmm. Uh, jobs have been recovered 23 times faster than the previous administration's recovery. All right. That's, that's not a failure. Mm, let me go. Okay. Well, there's got to be something. Here, tax relief for middle class. Wait a minute. Tax relief for middle class? That's not bad either. I don't know. I'm still trying to find the figures. Okay. Pass $3.2 trillion in historical tax relief and reform the tax code. Got it. Um, set, sign the Tax Cuts and Job Act. Uh, more than 6 million Americans working received wage increases. All right. Well, doesn't sound too bad. A typical family of four earning 75000 received an income tax cut of more than 2000 slashing their tax bill in half. Okay. Uh, he doubled the tax credit. Hold on, doubled the, I'm sorry, the child tax credit. He doubled that. Okay. Uh, there must be something. Uh, okay, here we go. Opportunity zones. Now, we know that Trump's a racist asshole that doesn't want anything to do with opportunity zones. Usually, these are rundown neighborhoods. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of people of color, uh, there's also very poor white people that live in these areas, but I'm just saying, I think I found it. Here it is. He's racist. Let me see what it says. It says he, hold on, jobs and investments are pouring into Opportunity Zones. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. That's not exactly what I was told. Huh. Okay. Created nearly 9,000 Opportunity Zones where capital gains on long-term investments are taxed at zero. Huh. So he's helping real estate and, and, and the investment real estate over there. Oh, wow. Okay. Opportunity Zone designations have increased property values within them by 1.1%, creating an estimated $11 billion in wealth for the nearly half of Opportunity Zone residents who own their own home. Interesting. All right, I'm not finding nothing there. Uh, massive deregulation. Well, that could be argued to be bad. Oh, let me see. Instead of two for one, we limited eight old regulations for every one new regulated adoption. All right, well, okay. Uh, provided the average American household an extra $3,100 every year in his presidency. Are you for real? No, well, that doesn't sound bad either. Um, shoot. Uh, reduce the direct cost of regulatory compliance by $50 billion and will reduce costs by an additional $50 billion in uh, 2020 alone. All right. Um, 
Okay, I'm still trying to find something bad. Uh, signed two executive orders to increase transparency in federal agencies and protect Americans and their small businesses from administrative abuse. <sighs> so, okay. I think, I think you're getting the point. I mean, I got to be honest, this is a very long list. And I'm not finding anything here that is negative. I, I know there wasn't anything perfect about Trump, but I'm trying to look for the racism and how he blocked the growth of our economy and how he was throwing money away. Maybe he, this is where he threw it away. Hold on. Secured historic trade deals to defend American workers. Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like he's throwing money away. Let me see. Immediately withdrew from the job-killing Trans-Pacific Partnership. All right. So, all right. So, he's trying. He made sure there was more jobs in America. Okay. Ended the North American Free Trade Agreement and replaced it with the brand new United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. So, he reformed that. All right. Uh, the USMCA, which was the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, is expected to generate over $68 billion in economic activity and potentially create over 550,000 new jobs over 10 years. All right. Um, I'm still looking for it, guys. All right. You know, I'm just going to end this. I, I can go on forever just, just reading this stuff. But so far, I, I thought it was all bad. I thought it was all bad. So maybe he wouldn't be the worst president, um, presidential candidate up for re-election. Interesting. Well, there you have it. Trump is horrible. <laughs> I guess. So let's, let's circle back to what Joy Reid said about Nikki Haley, which was extremely offensive because she's calling basically everybody a racist, every, every um, Republican racist. And, and the reason that Trump was even, even ahead of the polls and even won Iowa is because Republicans are white Christian racists. Got it. So, if you didn't know, Nikki Haley, uh, she served as governor of South Carolina. Now, this is interesting because Joy Reid called her a brown person. And Nikki Haley is from Native American descent, yet was a governor in the South. The South, which has a history of racism. Governor of South Carolina, to be exact, from 2011 to 2017. Hmm. And if Trump was so racist, and the party supporting Trump was so racist, tell me, how is it that Nikki Haley served as the ambassador to the United Nations under the Donald Trump administration? She was confirmed, uh, she was confirmed by the U.S. Senate in a bar, um, sorry, bipartisan vote. And um, yeah, she served under the Trump administration in 2017 as the ambassador to the United Nations as a brown person, as Joy Reid would call her. And, and I, I guess that's the only thing that Joy Reid sees positive about Nikki Haley is that she's a brown person. So I guess Joy Reid can identify with her because, uh, you know, people of color sticking together when Joy Reid should just be looking at her for her accomplishments and what she has done as a woman, as a, as a, as a woman and, and a politician. I, I mean, shouldn't that be what we're looking at? Her accomplishments? Not that she's brown? Come on, Joy Reid. I'm, look, I'm going to try to keep this show tight. I, I can keep going, but I think you all got the point. 
we need to wake up. I'm not trying to push anybody here to vote for Trump. I'm not trying to push you to vote Republican. But to ignore the tactics on the left, to ignore the blatant racism and calls to violence by the Democratic Party. I mean, hell, they, they have admitted. There's a report. I, I believe it was NBC. I forget. And, and Don't quote me on this. But where there's a report that the Democratic Party was literally, literally saying and planning that they are going out of their way to make sure that things are in place in a way that they can manipulate the military to stop or even overthrow Donald Trump if he gets elected. What the fuck? Hold on. The Democratic Party is literally planning an actual coup or real insurrection? We're talking about, they're planning it now. They're talking about it now. Not the day of. Not, not as an emotional response to whether he gets elected or not. I mean, we're not there yet. But they're planning it now. And Republicans are crazy and racist and, and violent? Seriously? Look, if you're a Democrat, and I have friends who lean left and, are, and who are Democrats, and I have nothing against my friends whatsoever, but I'm just going to say you might want to look into what your party represents. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. And it doesn't mean that the liberal views that you believe are wrong either, because I find there are a lot of views on the left that I agree with. See, I'm not a hardcore Republican, just so you know. I don't know if I've ever said that, but I'm kind of center. Um, I might go right on some things or go left on others, but I'm not, I'm not a dyed-in-the-wool Republican or a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat. I see both sides. And the only reason on the show that you've been hearing me talk more in favor of the Republican Party and against the Democratic Party is because the Democratic Party is just fucking crazy. I, I, I can't understand what they're doing. And the leftist media, and let's, let's just be honest, the media is highly controlled by the Democratic Party. Everything all the way down to Hollywood, to the news, is controlled by the Democratic Party. They're blatantly telling you that they side with the Democratic Party. And that is not what you should be doing. As a newscaster, as a talking headpiece, you should be as neutral as you can be. Now, you may be listening to this show and say, well, I'm not, you know, hey, George, you're not being very neutral. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I might not be very neutral right now. But it's kind of hard for me to be neutral when every time I turn the news on, every time I see anything in regard to Democrats versus Republican, there is so much more going on that is so appalling and so so far out there on the Democratic Party side, how can you not side with the, with the Republicans? I mean, not on everything. <laughs> I mean, not on everything, but you got to be a bit sympathetic. And I'm not, I'm, again, I, I've said it more than once. Look, I'm not telling you to vote for Trump. In fact, I think it'd be better if we had two different candidates. Do we need another Joe versus Donald? Do we really? No. I don't think America even wants that. I think at this point, it's going to be what it is, and it's going to come down to a lesser of two evils, period. So I guess I'm calling Donald Trump evil to a degree, and I'm definitely calling Joe Biden evil to a degree. 
and, and I'm, I'm not meaning literal evil. It's just it's 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 just terminology here. It's, you know, call it what it is. But it is a lesser of two evils. And I wish it were different, but it's not. This is the hand that we were dealt. But wake up, Democrats. Wake up, America. The liberal media is literally throwing it in your face. They're calling you racist. They're calling you stupid. And they're making plans. The Democratic Party is making plans to upend Donald Trump by force and militarily. According to the reports that were put out there, you can search the internet, do your own research. I'm not going to hand everything to you, okay? And we have to make a stand here as Americans. Your vote is going to count. Your vote does matter. Get out there and vote. And stop reading in to all the bullshit and the lies and, and, and the crap that's just being slung around. Be smart. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take us out now. Um, appreciate everybody who listens to the show. If you have a comment, you want to be a guest, anything like that, please email worldablaze at fontsmedia.com. That's F-O-N-T-E-S media.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Fonts Ablaze, F-O-N-T-E-S Ablaze. And don't forget to like, share, follow the show. See you next time.